And we're back. It's a Monday. So much news to cover that I need help. I need help. People say I need help all the time anyway, but I have professional help on this segment. My good friend, Sarah Carter, colleague from my days at The Blaze, who is now all over Fox. She's also got her own website, sarahacarter.com. She's got the Sarah Carter Show online. You can find it, podcasty kind of a thing. She is so busy. I swear to God, she's got a twin or a clone. Sarah, welcome, my friend. <laughs> it's so great to be with you, Mike. Yeah, um, I, sometimes I do feel like I have a twin. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not quite sure about that, but I, I. I ask myself all the time, how do? How am I getting all of this done? I'm not. I'm not quite sure, but I'm doing it. You just have to keep doing it, right? And you guys just moved to Texas, right? A couple of days ago. Yes, we did. I actually drove. Okay, you want to hear this? Four days for four days from Virginia with three dogs and a cat, my daughter and my husband. And I was the only one driving because, you know, Marty can't see. So we had the guide dog, a chihuahua, a chihuahua with really bad breath, and a little shipu that my husband is not so fond of, <laughs> and a cat meowing the whole way. So I've survived that. I can pretty much survive anything, except uh, for the heat right now. Today it was really hot here. <laughs> wow. Wow, well, I'm jealous because I happen to be a big fan of Texas. But I will tell you, fall is coming. It. it falls coming in the Northeast, and there's nothing prettier than the fall in the Northeast. So I'll deal with that. But I'll, I'll have a little Texas envy. Sarah, so much news to get to. I, I was furious on right. Friday. The weekend is upon us, and all of a sudden we get this news that uh, Kirby and uh, one of the generals are holding a press conference about the droning in Kabul after we lost 13 of our military members to that suicide bomber. And we're, we're told that this was a giant mistake. This was a huge screw up. We didn't kill the terrorists. We killed civilians. How come nobody's fired yet? I don't know, because they should actually resign. Not only should they be fired. I mean, the president should have done that. But I guess this is his screw up. If you want, if you want to talk bluntly, I mean, the buck stops with the commander in chief and he has authorized probably one of the worst evacuations in the history of the United States uh, that we can ever imagine. You know, I have been in constant communication with people on the ground in Afghanistan. I was in constant communication with people on the ground uh, during uh, the wrap up of what is uh, this 20 year saga uh, of war. And it was horrific. It was horrific. Not only are people being executed by the Taliban, we left Americans behind. Uh, we left people with green cards behind. I was actually on the phone today with a congressional aide uh, talking to some of them about getting some other people out. Um, there is it's very difficult right now. People are being moved what they call rat lines through the country um, into other countries and uh, with the hope of being rescued and with the hope that they don't get caught up in a Taliban checkpoint. But when you think about the civilians, when you think about what happened with that drone strike and you think about how the president and General uh, Milley, as well as Lloyd Austin and everybody else who was involved in this, tried to bring up some resolution for the 13 that were killed, the 13 Marines, and then over 15 that were wounded. And they made a mistake like this. And not, and not only are they not resigning, and not only is no one being fired, but the media is not even holding them accountable. I, I spent a lot of my life in Afghanistan covering the war. I have been on the streets of Kabul. I played with the kids on Chicken Street. I know so many. I have so many wonderful Afghan friends. In fact, I am so blessed that one of my Afghan interpreters 
um, we were able to get them out uh, with their wife and their baby, and they're here now at a refugee camp. These are amazing, wonderful people. Some of them have been true allies of the United States since before September 11th, fighting terrorism. And what has happened, Mike, is so unacceptable, and it's so wrong. It's so wrong. I've never seen an administration like this in my life. Yeah, and we call it a cacistocracy. It's from the Greek word for the worst possible people. It's government by the worst possible people, cacistocracy. You're you're free to use that. Just give me a little shout oh, out every now yeah. and then. I, I, I feel like I've learned something new every time I'm with you. The cacistocracy, yes, that's what <laughs> Yes. That's what this is. It's the, I mean, I have other words for them. I have other words for them, but I don't want to use this because I'm sure there are children listening. Yes, and so is the uh, FCC, and you'll get me fired again from a rate. <laughs> You've never got me fired. Cacistocracy. I'm with it. It's, it's a good one. And, well, and look what's happening here at the border, Mike. I mean, look at what's going on here. Not only do we see the complete, complete fumbling, malfeasance, uh, absolutely unbelievable, uh, I... I guess we would call evacuation of Afghanistan and and closure to the war that I think is going to drag on forever because I think now more than ever we've just turned everything over to the terrorists and and not all our weapons and and we've given them a platform and we actually are recognizing a terrorist organization which is the Taliban but come down here to Texas to the to the U.S. Mexico border and just look under the Del Rio Bridge if you. Anybody out there who thinks that this administration has done anything good, all they need to do is walk there and see the humanitarian and national security crisis facing our law enforcement here. I have been getting calls all weekend since I arrived. I mean, it is a disaster. They are terrified of what's going on down here. And we have probably 10,000 plus Haitians right now underneath the Del Rio Bridge. We have more than 20,000 people already making their way up here. We don't know how many millions have already, you know, crossed the border um, and how many were gotaways. Uh, and it's a nightmare. And you have not only that, what you're looking at is a uncontrolled kind of refugee crisis happening there where there's spread of, of, uh, of COVID, of cholera, of other diseases that they've seen there, chickenpox, measles. Um, so this is a very, very dangerous situation. And the only job the president has, President Biden has, is to ensure the national security of the United States. That's his main job, the main purpose for a president. It's not to get involved in everything that we do or how we live our lives or mandate this and that for us. His job is to protect us, and he has utterly failed at it. Hey, Sarah, uh, we're talking to Sarah Carter. You should know her. You've seen her on Fox, Sarah A. Carter. Dot com is where you should go, SarahACarter.com. She's also great on Twitter, all the social media stuff. Sarah, with all those Haitians there, over 8,000, maybe 10,000 of just Haitians there, there's no land bridge from Haiti to, uh, to America, no land bridge from Haiti to Mexico. How did thousands within a matter of days get to the border in Haiti, and who's paying for it? Does anyone know, and is anyone asking? Well, I think that's a very important question, and it's a question that I've been asking when we've seen large migrations uh, coming towards the United States, whether that be from Honduras or Nicaragua, whether it's from Haiti as well. And yes, I think we need to be looking very closely at a lot of the NGOs operating in the region. We need to be taking a very close look at who's moving people from Haiti 
into Central America, into South America, crossing up those land bridges. One of the big issues, and I think uh, I, I got to tell you, I have folks that are in Panama, folks that are up in Central America, that they saw them coming through the Darien Gap. And they were saying, look, you have loads and loads of people heading your way, and they're coming through the Darien Gap, and they're coming from Haiti, and they're coming from other parts of the world. So this is what happens when a president advertises to the world that they basically – uh, taken away and turned over all of President Trump's executive orders to protect the border, that we're not going to turn people back, that we're having an open border situation. Well, it's not about just the people crossing. You brought up a great point. It's not just one or two families hearing that, showing up at the border, because that just doesn't really happen. This is about human trafficking organizations. This is about NGOs taking advantage of these situations. And this is about People that are enemies, you know, and when you think about the drug cartels, when you think about the human traffickers, and then you think about nation states that operate against the United States, and you think about people that may have adverse adversity to the U.S. and to our policies, you could also see that they would be taking advantage of this. Um, this is going to be one of the biggest issues that I'm going to be looking at in the next few weeks. Uh, while, I, you know, I live here now, but I'm going to be spending a lot of time on that border and spending a lot of time, hopefully very soon in Central America and maybe even taking a trip up to Haiti. Uh, but I think those are the questions that we need to be asked. We need to be asking and we need to ask those same questions of this White House and this administration. What are they doing to protect us? Because you know as well as I do, Mike, that that border is being accessed by more than just people in poverty, people that are looking for a better way of life. That border is being accessed by people that have nefarious uh, ideas of what they want to do here in the United States. Well, we know they're up to no good, and we have to deal with that. Sarah Carter is on with us today, giving us the lowdown on what's going on, not only in Afghanistan, but on the border, and uh, dealing with some of the stories that she's covering at SarahACarter.com. Sarah, you were talking about some of the crazy people who have been coming across the border, bad people, people who mean harm to our country. Uh, I don't want to uh, miss that that final point you were making there. Who are these people? We don't even know what organizations or cartels they are working with. It's not just the fact that we have billions of dollars in narcotics pouring into our country from there, but these are human traffickers. These are possible terrorists or people with terrorist ties, like we saw the two from Yemen that crossed into California. So I think this is a very significant and very serious issue. And I couldn't believe I've gotten some exclusive videos uh, that I'm going to be posting very soon. um, Hopefully this week on both on my website at SarahCarter.com and hopefully on Fox news. And these are videos directly under the bridge. I mean, people are just setting up homes down there and uh, it's very, very dangerous right now. And I think the bigger question is what is president Biden going to do? with regard to the Haitians. And I might be breaking some news here on your show, but one of the things that I've heard is that there's a big possibility that the Biden administration may try to send them back. Well, here's people from devastation, from an earthquake, living in absolute poverty. Why send back the Haitians when you opened up the border for everybody else? I think they're going to have to answer that question too. Yeah, they, they've they got a, a big problem because you can't, you, well, you know, we do know they can segregate people. They want to do it with vaccines. So uh, right. they don't seem to have a problem with that. 
Sarah Carter, you always have great information for me. I I know we're going to be keeping an eye out for you this week. I want to make sure you you stay safe in uh, Central America and uh, if if you head over to Haiti too, because you just said that that country's in a bit of a mess. Anything else we should be looking for or keep our eyes and ears out for on SarahACarter.com? Look, we're going to keep updated on all the stories. We're going to put up the latest videos. I think the most important thing right now as Americans, we need to hold our lawmakers accountable. We can't just ignore this. This is not just about the U.S. southern border. This is about every single one of us and every single state. Remember, people don't just stay at the border. They move across. They move into our nation. And this is going to affect all of us. Uh, What happened in Afghanistan is a tragedy. I want I want the listeners to know that there are so many good Afghan people that have worked very, very hard to protect us against terrorism. And sure, we need to be concerned about those that aren't good, that may have slipped through the cracks. And those people need to be returned. They need they can't come into the U.S. We don't want them here. But we have a lot of challenges on our hands. And I think one of the most important things we can do as Americans is stand up and speak out, not ignore it. Take the fight right to Capitol Hill in a good way, right, with our lawmakers and say, look. We expect you to do your job, and, and this is what we need, and this is what we want, and let it, and you know, each one of us do our part. We got to be vocal, people. You got to be like Sarah. Don't be afraid. Truth to power. That's what she's up to. Sarah Carter, always a pleasure. I'm always better educated every time we speak. I appreciate you, my friend. Stay safe. Thank you so much, Mike. You too. <laughs> 